0: Welcome everybody to Hidden Guardians Podcast, your only podcast hosted by actual Hidden Guardians. We got a little bit more Bungie information today for Destiny 2. Uh, we were going to cover all that. Let's see, they did their game to give uh, charity streams recently for the Bungie Foundation. That has concluded. We also have a weapon rewards update, which is the meat and potatoes of the weekly update. Plus, letting people know when Iron Banner's going to roll back around again, and some other odds and ends. And if we have time, I have more BS about Like a Dragon, and Venge has, you know, if he has anything to talk about, he's got stuff to talk about
1: too. I'm Outrider, I'm with Venge. Let's get this going here. Game to give. Game
2: to
3: give.
0: Yeah, so it's the kind of annual charity stream thing where they get a bunch of the uh, streamers, content (laughs) creators, stuff like that. They have, what I think, a two-hour block each they sign up for. And just try to get donations. There's typically uh, things for donating. uh, Emblems you can get. And for the streamers themselves, the people doing the hosting for that block, they can eventually earn other things. Like there was this... um, Emote that had a whole bunch of digital hearts exploding out of it for the people if they raised a certain amount donated on their stream. If
1: I remember right, it was pretty cool looking.
0: Yeah, well, the game to give for 2024 raised three million one hundred thirty five thousand one hundred thirty six dollars from more than sixty five thousand donations. Representing approximately 120 countries across the globe. So uh, good job for everybody there. Goes to the Bungie Foundation. They do a lot of work where, for uh, children's hospitals. And mm-hmm. uh, giving you know, electronics and stuff like that to uh, kids in hospitals. So um, kind of helps distract from the hardships that those kids are in the hospitals for. So good for them.
1: Uh, We also have that Weapons Reward update.
0: Uh, Next update, which will be 7.3.5 in early March, no official date, we'll be adding new and returning weapons to the loot pools for Trials, Iron Banner, and Nightfalls. There'll be additions to the current pool and won't replace any existing weapons this season, so if you're after any weapons in the current pool, they'll still be waiting.
1: Going through the list. Um, ah, some of them are interesting. <laughs> uh, trials of Osiris. We'll start there. It's
0: everybody's favorite playlist. Absolutely. Act out every week. Every single person playing Destiny plays Trials, right?
1: If they're still playing Destiny at the moment, yes.
0: That's a different conversation. <laughs> um, so but trials is getting brand new the prophet scout rifle it's an aggressive frame primary ammo stasis weapon with the origin traits alacrity one quiet moment and text balance stock so that's a text mechanica scout rifle coming probably gonna look like you know um dead man's tail and the text mechanica scout rifle that comes from the uh, Spire of the Watcher dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll probably look like that. Uh, the uh, reprised reprise. weapon coming back will be the Summoner Auto Rifle. We all know it as an adaptive frame, primary ammo, solar weapon with Alacrity, One Quiet Woman, and now Wild Card being added to it. That's the one where you get the kills and it leaves the little um, explosive doodads, if I remember right. A little uh mini telestos, yeah. Little mini telesto bombs, yeah. Uh, Iron Banana is getting a brand new weapon called the Tusk of the Boar. It's a grenade launcher. This is a wave frame special ammo strand grenade launcher. Yes, this is one of those breech loaded ones. Origin traits obviously skulking wolf and field tested. And it says this is the only obtainable Strand Waveframe breech-loaded grenade launcher as of update 7.3.5. So I'm wondering because they said as of this update, that means there'll be probably more in the future, likely when the final shape hits. But for yeah. everybody that wants one, go play Iron Banner. You will find a Tusk of the Boar if you want a Strand Waveframe grenade launcher. And I kind of almost might want one depending on what the roles are.
3: Yeah, depending on how it can how it can actually run, it could it could be good. I still feel like the waveframe grenade launchers need something to make them more competitive and like give a reason to use over like forbearance. Yes. Because that it does <laughs> exist in the game, so
0: you have to have one though, and if you don't raid you don't get forbearance.
3: That's, There's the other problem. True.
0: If you if you look at how many people actually raid in this game...
3: It's not everybody is what you're saying?
0: No. It's, 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 it's just like Trials. I mean, everybody plays Trials but nobody raids. So, that's just sarcasm. Look... The- <laughs> 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 if, if you didn't do a Disciple and get a forbearance or even then get five forbearances that you could Deep sight and then craft your best forbearance. Yeah, forbearance is awesome. There's zero way around it. Fantastic grenade launcher. I love it. Absolutely phenomenal weapon. Yes. That said, there's outside of the ones that are available for everybody else. I I can't like you said, I can't find anything that's out there. Hopefully this kind of does it. Um, I'm wondering what the roles are, really. Mm -hmm. Is this going to have a hatchling on it? Will it have, like, um, Slice on it? That'd be interesting. I think this thing's going to do some work, and in the current um, sandbox with the artifact mods... This is going to be gross. Mhm. Uh, unraveling rounds, stuff like that. It's just going to be all over the place.
3: It's going to have some good potential.
0: Yeah, it'll have some good potential. I can see people using this in their um uh what are they the threadling builds for warlocks? Mhm. Yeah, it'll be gross. They'll have a good time. Give you a different option if you don't want to use the um uh, rapid-fire frame, strand fusion rifle that's craftable this season. Um, by the way, the reprise weapon for Iron Panter is the Multimock CCX submachine gun. We all remember don't have lightweight primary kinetic, lovely feel tested Skulking Wolf machine gun. Um, there was a time where the Multimock was the shit, and then the, you know, immortal showed up. Ah, uh, yeah. But the Multimock was something else. It also was out of bands with uh, how far it could tag people with. I think mm. it was one of the reasons that the um, SMGs really started
1: getting toned down a little bit. Because it, it was uh, bad news, but yeah, that's returning.
0: Can't wait to see what the new loot is going to be on that thing. And SMGs are still kinda hot in the
3: crucible. I say the uh, it feels like the last thing we need is another SMG to be brought back. <laughs> there
0: is that. Yes. <laughs> there is something. But I'm to be said
3: I'm about I'm that. being very positive and optimistic and
0: I'll it's be gonna it's gonna you. be perfect. I'll I'll be honest. I'm actually excited that the summoner's coming back. Maybe I could find some people to, like, jump in their backpack that weekend and get a ADAPT one, finally. Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind an ADAPT one. That, that would just be nice, having a slightly beefier um, solar SM, uh, uh, AR. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, not sure about that Scout rifle, but oh well. Uh, let's see, Nightfalls. Now, this is stuff that I do. And uh, I think you might once in a while. I've been working on the Grandmasters recently. Uh, We're getting a brand new grenade launcher there called the Wild Style. It is one of those double fire frames. Uh, The first one we ever saw was Inspire the Watcher. It was a void weapon. This is a solar one. It's going to have Stunning Recovery, Vanguard's Vindication, and Text Balance Stock. As it says, it's only the second double fire frame breach loaded grenade launcher in the game. So yes, you load a shot into it and it fires too. Have fun.
2: What do you think of that? That that kind of
3: grenade launcher?
0: They're interesting. They're interesting. Um, the the one the only one I've kept out of the ones from Spire have the uh, disorienting rounds on it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of amusing firing two shots off and.
1: Just stunning, basically a room of enemies. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't know. I,
0: I, I will admit that the uh, double shot feels a little gimmicky. Sure, we're gonna have to see what perks actually come with this. Maybe there's a perk eventually that is gonna be really there for double shot
1: grenade launchers. I don't know. I think, it, it, just a little sidebar here now, because it's
3: in my brain, um, I feel like it's gotten to a point where those kind of grenade launchers, like just the breech load ones in general that aren't waveframes, it's like if they don't have disorienting, there's no reason to use them.
1: Uh-huh. So, yes. like, I, I get. I just don't really know what could be put on this grenade
3: launcher. To make it worth using over, like the one from
2: Spire, or just worth using
3: in general for that kind of a grenade launcher.
0: Oh, I can tell you what I would like to see put on this grenade launcher immediately that would make it more interesting. If it okay. rolled with
3: micro-missile.
1: Jesus Christ, man! It,
3: it would have mini-micro-missile where only the second grenade has micro-missile? No, both of them.
0: They both fire in a straight line <laughs> and, a very high therapy, and um, also stick uh, spike grenades on this. And I'll be very happy at that point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and add a, like, say, so we're going to
0: have spike grenades, micro missile, and what the hell? Put incandescent on it. Let's go. Let's blow things, up everything.
3: <laughs> if things can't explode, I don't want this thing. So
0: <laughs> come on. Do it, Bungie. Do it. It's the final shape time coming up. Just do it. Give daddy big booms.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, also, we're getting a new sword uh, for the Nightfalls
1: called the Slammer. This is a Vortex frame Stasis sword.
0: Obviously uses heavy ammo. Sending recovery, Vanguard's Vindication. It is only the second stasis sword in the game with the cold steel trait, besides the Dawning Sword Zephyr. So, and it's a vortex frame stasis sword
1: on top of it. So that's cool, literally. Yeah, I uh, stasis swords. Here you go. I think
3: being able to combine a stasis sword with, um, like the vortex frame is pretty cool, honestly. Mm-hmm.
0: I hope that when you do the vortex spin, <coughs> it like looks like a little blizzard that just be a cool visual.
1: I I agree.
0: I don't think that'll happen, but it would it, just be a cool little visual to see a bunch of snow kicked up and shit like that. Uh, so these are all these, uh, weapons being added that we're going to be seeing in those, uh, playlists. Now the release schedule for these things, um, first off week 15 of the season which is march 5th the wild style grenade launcher and its adept version will be in the nightfalls i know what i'll be doing that day that week i'll be uh, running a nightfall over and over again to get them uh week 16 which is march 12th the summoner will be back with its adept and trials week 17 the slammer and the Prophet Scout Rifle will be there in Nightfalls and Trials, respectively. And on week 19, which is April 2nd, the new Tusk of the Boar breech-loaded Grenade Launcher and the returning Multimock will be added to the
1: loot pool. And I'm going to jump ahead just a little bit on this list because the
0: reason why it's going to take that long for the Iron Banner weapons to show up is because the next Iron Banner is starting April second. Yeah, we're gonna have a little bit of a lapse between now and then. I so said we've had a chance to enjoy Iron Banner three times already this season, so Saladin Forge will be returning to the tower once again. Blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, <laughs> two more, two more chances that they're adding. Both of them happy in April. In April, so April second. Yeah. And then April 30th are going to be the last two Iron Banners happening in this extended season. Because typically we get three a
1: season. So, I
0: wonder how they gets They're still going to do three when it's the episode. Yeah. Episodes are longer though. That's a four-month thing. So. Are there
1: like eighteen weeks, right? Uh, four, eight, twelve, six, sixteen weeks it should be. Yeah, they're each one like like sixteen weeks long.
3: Yeah, sixteen or eighteen, because I thought each episode had three, three bits of like six weeks long. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah, something
0: like that. Whatever. Uh, so it's, it's still a long time. So yeah, I guess they could do
1: like one per. Thing just to keep it going. Uh, let's see. The
0: uh, season of the wish weapon pools it says once these weapons are added here's what the remainder of season of the wish loot pools will look like for these game modes so hold on to your butts these are what everything's going to be in trials iron banner and nightfall starting with that update in march so we're getting trials the summoner solar solar auto rifle Prophet stasis scout rifle the incisor strand trace rifle eye of kinetic sniper cataphract gl3 strand drum grenade launcher igneous hammer solar hand cannon the messenger kinetic pulse rifle and unexpected resurgence arc glaive that's quite a bit of stuff yeah um, iron banner obviously the multi-mock kinetics smg tusk of the boar breach strand launcher Lethal Abundance Strand Auto Rifle, the Reese Walker Kinetic Shotgun, Point of the Stag Arc Bow, the Guiding Sight Strand Scout, Swarm of the Raven Void Drum Grenade Launcher, Pressurized Precision Strand Fusion, Dwarms Claw Solar Pulse, and Bite of the Fox Kinetic Sniper. And Nightfalls, obviously the Wild Style Solar Breach Loaded Grenade Launcher with Micro Missile, uh, all that stuff. (laughs) God, <laughs>
1: Just
0: do it, uh, bring it back. Uh, <laughs> you know that's coming. The Slammer Stasis Sword, Undercurrent Arc breached, Load Grenade Launcher. I have still never gotten one of those yet. Um, the Uzume RR4 Solar Sniper, Warden's Law Kinetic Hand Cannon, Pre Astynax 4 Solar Bow, Loaded Question Arc Fusion Rifle, and the Braytech Osprey Void Rocket Launcher for Nightfalls. Ospre- Bray Tech Osprey. Folks, uh, you can get it with Bipod and Envious Assassin, and I've managed to get somewhere in the vicinity of nine shots
1: in that thing before I had to reload. Just saying. A rocket launcher with nine wild. nine shots in it. Yeah, that's it's it's silly. It is
0: silly. Oh, it's deep guess time. Uh, It's like just sit there bang, 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 firing rockets over and over again, and then you reload.
1: Get one more in. It's awesome. Uh, Let's see. Undercurrent, never got.
0: Never got. Missed the week that it was available, and that's it, so I'll have to get it the next time it comes around. I've was playing Nightfalls, Grandmaster Nightfalls this week, so I've gotten way too many of these Solar Snipers. Mm -hmm. I got my Warden's Law earlier this season. I I already have my ADAPT version. I'm very happy with something with Kill Clip on it. It's good. Mm -hmm. The bow I've really never used. uh, Obviously, Loaded Question is just can be very beastly fusion rifle with the right roll on it yeah but um i definitely see myself going after that wild style grenade launcher especially if the um joking aside the loot pool looks good on it Mm -hmm. you know just be fun to get any of those things might stick out to you if you decide to dip your toes in any of these playlists like something you might want to grab
3: um, I mean, definitely the two new ones—the wild style and the slammer, uh, the sword. Um, I I am very curious about the the roles on both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I care too much about the undercurrent because, again, like what we talked about with Lead grenade launchers in general.
0: Yeah, we and we both have <laughs> the uh, the godly one.
3: Um, and then I have never gotten uh the warden's law or the priest at the bow yeah <laughs> um just because i i i don't really do much in terms of nightfalls anymore mm-hmm. um but i i'm definitely curious about the roles on the two new weapons at least and yeah. if they're if they're good enough for what i want them to be i would probably definitely jump into grand masters at some point and try and get some decent adept rolls.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Um I feel like I've heard good things about Warden's Law. I don't know if I am interested enough in it to like try and grind for a decent roll or not, but
0: um I will tell you it's been pretty much attached to my hunter as its mm-hmm. main primary weapon since I got it. Okay. It actually feels really damn good. And where is it? There we go. Um, the role that I have on it, I have Chamber Compensator, Flared Magwell, Enlightened Action, which dealing damage improves reload and handling. I also have Kill Clip on it. And I use okay. the Vanguard's Vindication, so Final Blows give me a little bit of health back, and it's got a Range work on it. Mm. And at big ones dude, this thing feels good. It is. I know it's like baby um, crimson. Yeah. Kind of what it is, but it just feels right. And it's pretty damn precise. Uh, My recoil direction on it is 100%. Oh,
2: wow. Yeah,
0: 68 aim assist, 66 range, decent stability of 47, you know, but the reload speed is at 45, but as I'm doing damage and in action, man improves reload speed and handling. Mm-hmm. Everything improves, and when I reload, then I'm doing more damage, and it's just this nice little happy constant loop using this gun.
1: It it's it's a uh, it's fun to use. It's not necessarily overpowered or meta,
0: but it's one of those weapons that's like you know what, I actually really dig it. Mm-hmm. And if you get a decent one with a decent roll, you're pretty much set and you don't have to ever get another one. Because you'll just play around with that one. It feels good. Sure.
2: Well, I may, Going off of that, maybe I will try and get one okay. in Grandmaster's next time it comes around.
0: Oh, certainly. Certainly, I would give it a shot. I would give it a shot. Uh, Iron Banner, I think I am going to jump in and see if I can get my hands on that uh, Tusk of the Boar. Just to see if I could do it. Yeah. You know? uh, also, I think I might just try to get the shader for the season's Iron Banner. I've already done one reset. Might as well do another, you know, get close to another one just to get the shader. That's totally mm-hmm. on the second track. Uh, but yeah, I want, I want to know what the, the breech loaded grenade launcher is going to have, what the Tusk of the Boar has on it. And past that, I don't care about anything else out of the Iron Banner.
1: yeah i
3: i don't care i kind of feel the same way i don't there's not been much in in terms of iron banner weapons that have really been something i've
1: even cared much about Mm -hmm. um it it doesn't help that like the the drop
3: rates are not great
0: no they're not (laughs)
3: and getting the engrams, like, I know they buffed that up a little bit, so it's a little easier to, like, actually get engrams to try and focus, but it's still, it's a slog.
0: Yes, it is. It definitely is. And uh, I do keep my eyes open on it if I get a weapon roll to drop during a match, like a weapon to drop during the match, but it's so rare. Mm -hmm. I'm used to, like, getting armor, I think, most of the time. Uh, But I'll peek at what the weapon is, but most of the time it's just like, yep, it doesn't work for me. Get rid of it. I'm not going to hold on to it. Yeah. Um, Trials is I get in there if I'm by myself, earn some engrams, and try to uh, open up some of the ones I haven't got before. Mm. Keep my fingers crossed. Maybe I'll get a roll that I like. Uh, But unless I'm playing with an actual team, I don't see myself uh, getting any of the adepts at all this season. I, the only time I played Trials the entire season was uh, during the crafting um, weekend. Yeah. That was it. That was the season, yes. Yes, it was.
2: Which is wild. <laughs> because the
0: season's going on for so long. If I, yeah,
2: um, it just I, feels like it's never ending. Was it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah,
0: yeah. So if it wasn't, it was last season, and it's a shame that you know we can't bring that back because there's some uh, dungeon bosses that I would like to stick a uh, weapon into their faces and just blow them away with pull one trigger. Just you know, Mm -hmm. goes to the deep. I'm looking directly at you. Um, Upcoming loot pools. So, they're saying for to account for the length of the season and that upcoming episodes will be longer than previous Destiny Two seasons, they're increasing the Nightfall weapon loot pool to eight weapons. The plan is for Trials to return to six weapons in rotation to allow its adapt weapons to have more chances to be featured, taking into account the weeks that Trials will be disabled, oh. i.e., I- Iron Banner weeks. So Trials. Um, for the upcoming loot pools, I guess, when Final Shapes around, stuff like that. There's two, it says unreve- Unrevealed Weapon A and Unrevealed Weapon B. So there's two new weapons coming, or at least a new one and a revised one, I don't know. Uh, summoner Auto Rifle, Profit, Stasis Scout, Incisor Strand Trace, and ISL Kinetic. Those are going to be the ones that will feature there. Iron Banner has also an Unrevealed A and B weapons. And then Multi-Mock, Tusk of the board Lethal Abundance, Reese Walker, Point of the Stag, and Guiding Sight will be those. And Nightfalls, once again, Unrevealed, A and B. And then the Wild Style, The Slammer, Undercurrent, Uzume Warden's Law, and Pristine Axe Bow are going to be the weapons du jour mm-hmm. for the upcoming loot pools. And like I said, Iron Banner, we got two more, April 2nd and April 30th.
1: Those reset weeks will be Iron Banner weeks and no trials. And
0: um, it says, we're heading also towards the final shape. They're honoring Guardians with a new weekly gift of Bright Dust. Starting on March 5th, players can visit the Eververse store to claim 700 Bright Dust each week leading up to the launch of the final shape. Make sure to log in, get your dust, and spend wisely, Guardian. So, more Bright Dust to, th- to throw onto my pile. I currently have 89,908 Bright Dust. So, I have 23,683. Yeah. Uh, the rate this is going, I am probably going to break of 100,000
1: before the end of the season. Yeah. I just wish there was more stuff to spend it on that I want to spend it on. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, there is stuff. I mean, there every week there's, you know, oh, you can get an emote, you get this, you get this. And it's like, well, I don't. I'll never use that emote. Why am I going to buy it? I'll never use this. Why am I going to buy it? You know what mm-hmm. I would spend Bright Dust on? Finishers.
1: I would buy finishers for Bright Dust. I would too. Yeah. I'm I,
0: i, I I'm not going to buy a Ghost Projection. I'd buy a finisher. That would be awesome. It would be also awesome to buy with Bright Dust. Yeah. Cosmetic armor.
2: Yeah, boy, those were the days, huh?
0: Yeah, I miss those days. God, I kind of like those back. That'd be great if I could buy, like, cosmetic armor. And I, don't, and I don't mean stuff that is, like, Festival of the Lost and things like that. I mean, like, oh, uh, you know, that Ark set that they came out with after Ark 3.0 hit, you know? I don't think that ever went up for Bright Dust. At least I don't remember it. I think you can get parts of the Void and Solar Ones at some mm. points, but they've never returned. And when you go into the Eververse store... There's no option to even buy the sets for Bright Dust. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to talk about like the Assassin's Creed or the Witcher ones. Because, you know, can't do that. Uh, but the Sony ones, Bungie was purchased by Sony. By Sony. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why that they didn't allow people to Buy fucking brightest armor sets. We got it with Fortnite, for God's sakes. I mean, just saying.
3: It is it is weird that that cosmetic armor has been moved to <clears throat> silver only.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: That was uh, something else. But hey, you know when the Mass Effect armor comes out, and was like a week or so, if I remember right, like mid February. Um, you'll get a free pack that you can get from Everversa that has the Sparrow, the Ship,
1: and the Ghost Shell, if I remember right. Yeah. No warmer, though. At least the ship
0: kind of looks like the Normandy. I will give them that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, they didn't I'll have like... to give that one away for free. But... I think I would have liked having a bright dust option for those armors.
1: hmm You know, just want my hunter look like Garrus. That would be awesome. And I have never played
3: Mass Effect, so I don't care about <laughs> the I don't care about really any of it, but I'll get the free pack because who doesn't like yeah, cosmetics? It's, it's stuff, available but... to everybody. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh well. Oh, and for people that are into the fashion game, since that's a lead-in here, uh, on March 5th, the cap for armor synthesis Threader bounties will reset. So you will have an opportunity to earn another, what? It says 8 in the twa, but it's supposed to be 10. I'm
3: pretty, didn't they, they update it to it 10?
0: Yeah, they fixed yeah. it online. It was, but they didn't, rep- they didn't change it in the web page. They, they mentioned it on, like, social media. Uh,
3: that's just that's that's a lot of work i know
0: i think there's only two of them so it's like i don't even want to imagine because they have their other things they have to do like gathering feedback from player base and stuff like that so they're probably like work very heavily right now oh yeah It's not like they don't do anything, but it doesn't help that they got rid of most of the social teams and player support. So, you know, hey, whatever. We'll deal with the typo here in the TWAB. I'm sorry, the TWID. Whatever. Whoa, you feeling okay? Yikes. Yeah, I I mentioned the the, the word that should not be spoken. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. It's called the not TWAB, Uh, sir? That's right, the not TWAB. Yeah, oh. apologies. My condolences to everybody I offended.
3: <laughs> All right, we're gonna have like some it. angry letters written in. It's gonna be wild.
0: Wow, we're actually gonna get a letter. Oh my <laughs> god! I'll read it on the air.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: You'll read it's it. And I'll cry. It'll be it'll be a really touching yes. moment.
0: Yes, I'll, I'll play uh, Sarah McLaughlin's "In the Arms of an Angel." lowly (laughs) and quietly in the back as we're reading it. Just why the hell not? Um, Yeah, so that's all the Destiny information here. I really haven't played too much this week outside of binging uh, Grandmaster Nightfalls on Thursday with two people. We got Mm -hmm. three of them, four of them done, something like
1: that. Um, It was a good time. It was just fun to do it. I mean, but outside of that, it's been,
0: for me at least, more like a dragon, Infinite Wealth. Um, If you recall, I was talking about last week, the entire one sub-quest, what they're called, you know, side missions, essentially, where Mm -hmm. you were trying to do the dying wish for the elderly woman, right? The husband, help her out. Mm In typical... RGG studio fashion there was always some degree of absolute absurdity put into it and that was uh, Uh, Boss Gondwara and his diaper wearing crew yeah
1: well well I had a mission that is up there equally
0: in the weird factor so I run into this blonde lady in a shopping mall and she's talking to the police and she's telling them, you overhear this, that her pet chicken was abducted by a UFO. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody does not believe her. They're like, no. that can't be. It probably just got out of his coop. It's like, no. I saw what I saw and they're making fun of her and she runs away. And you run up to, and you come up to her and you're like, "All right, look, I overheard you." She's like, "You're gonna make fun of me." I was like, "No, no, you seem very, very intent on this. You obviously saw something, and your beloved pet is missing." Mm-hmm. I mean, she was getting like terminology wrong too. She was talking about, "I don't want my chicken to be cattle mutilated." It's like cattle mutilations. A set. Look, lady, it's not gonna <laughs> happen your chicken. You know? <laughs> Um, so you have to meet her at night and then you'll go to the field where this happened. Uh, I am going to just roll back just a little bit because she says she has proof that she saw a UFO and it's like, Oh, I got a picture of it. And you're like, why didn't you show the police that? Yeah. And she goes, I'm embarrassed too. Because her being a young Gen Z person, when she whipped out her phone to take that picture, reflectively, she took a selfie (laughs) with her fingers up in the V, and you just barely see something over her one shoulder, but she's like in the main shot. So that's why she didn't show it to the cops. Mm -hmm. She's like, I was so... Uh, like upset and uh, so scared that I just did this like reflexively. I wanted to take a picture, but I ended up taking a selfie instead. It's like, all right, you know, you can see something in the background, but you can't really tell. Sure. So you go to the um, the field at night, and you're hanging out, waiting and waiting and waiting, and then there's a cow in the field. And by the way, this is just one of the back lots in um, Honolulu Mm -hmm. where there's, like, garbage and drug dealers and all this stuff walking around. But it's got this big grassy area to it, uh, like a city block-sized grassy area. And there looks like a crop circle in the middle of it. (laughs) And it's it's (laughs) ridiculous. And it's like, oh, it was out in the middle of the woods in the field at night. It's like, no, it was in the middle of downtown, lady. It's got two palm trees near it and like a bunch of half-dead grass everywhere. So so for some reason, there's a cow now in there. (laughs) And you both fall asleep hiding behind this stack of pallets waiting for it to show up at night. And then you... It's only focusing on you. And then you start seeing like this purplish light appear. Mm -hmm. And the cow starts freaking out. And when you wake (laughs) up, you see this beam going into the sky and this cow getting lifted up into the sky. Oh, my God. And there's actually this, like, object that's up in the sky that's, like, spinning around and pulling the cow up into it. It looks like a flying disc of some kind. Oh, my God. Now I have to go backwards to a previous mission. Because when I saw this thing, I knew what it was. Mm -hmm. And I knew what was going to happen. That I was going to have to fight a UFO. But it's not a UFO. It's a gigantic Roomba. (laughs) So we're going to roll back to the original Like a Dragon, the first time that Ichiban had an adventure, uh, which was Jakarta 7. There was a mad scientist, and I am going to call him that. Mm-hmm. who was creating a gigantic Roomba to help clean up the streets in in uh, Yokohama, right? He was testing it. And the thing was, you were helping him test it, and you were giving him money to fund his research. This was all part of the submission in that game. And the thing was going haywire. And you... Uh, I can't remember what his name was. But it was AI-driven... It played like music that you would hear from an ice cream truck It was a, as it was working. And it always listened to the creator's ramblings, his normally drunken ramblings at night as part of his programming. Because it would take in information from the area and whatever the creator would say. But when he was drunk, he'd be like, everybody in town is garbage.
1: You see where this is going, right? So the thing will start
0: rolling down the street and sucking people into it.
1: Oh my god.
0: (laughs) Now you had to fight it. Imagine fighting a gigantic Roomba that there has been lines in this game. Why did you give it military grade body armor? (laughs) Why does it have flamethrowers? You know, stuff like that that a normal vacuum cleaner should definitely have on it. That's in the first game. In this game, (laughs) you run into him again. He's on Hawaii, apparently, now running the same thing, testing it out. It seems to be working better. Is listening? No, no, no. Then it starts vacuuming up people and children and pets and stuff like that. (laughs) You, You end up fighting it. It's like once or twice, and I thought the submission was done because it unlocked, I can... I think, summon him to my Dondoko Island as a guest and all this. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm done with this. A couple chapters go by, and then I get the UFO mission. Mm -hmm. That son of a bitch, crazy-ass scientist, hooked it up so it can now fly. (laughs) In a drunken stupor, he complained that everything, again, was garbage, so it's now flying around Honolulu, sucking everything up into it. (laughs) It sucked up the woman's chicken It sucked up a cow It sucked up a bunch of drug dealers It sucked up the scientist Oh no (laughs) Because he too is garbage in his eyes And you end up You get a choice Venge Because it's flying in the air You have to knock it down So you can try to get the chicken out of it That's the entire point You have a choice I could throw a rock at it I could throw a knife at it or I can use a bazooka.
1: Oh, perfect.
0: Obviously, I chose the bazooka. Oh,
1: yeah. Clearly. Then you have
0: to aim said bazooka. I hit, got a direct hit, knocked it to the ground. Its hatch opened up, the chicken came out, the woman was happy. Then she's like, there's an alien coming out, because you didn't know what it was at first. And it's the scientist comes stumbling out, who's like all charred. <laughs> and she's like, you're an, you're an alien scientist? He's like, no, no, I'm not. I'm like so-and-so. It's like, no, no, he... I know exactly who this professor is. Oh, God, it's the vacuum cleaner. Why did you make it fly? Well, so it could travel anywhere in the world. It's like, what are you doing?
1: (laughs) Please stop
0: this. And, of course, the thing goes into... um, It's self-defense mode where it disables all safety protocols. So it goes on the attack. So it now can, like... Pulse out electricity, and it's, like, hovering off the ground. You go into a huge fight with it, and you have to beat the damn thing up again. Destroy this flying vacuum one last time. And I'm sitting there going, you have to be kidding me. You made it flying. What the... They do another Like a Dragon game, which is pretty much assured at this point. With how well this game's been selling. So when the ninth... In the series comes out ichiban's on an adventure again i fully expect this guy to show back up one more time this goddamn roomba from hell (laughs) now it all concludes with everybody leaving the field the cow is loose in the field again you're all walking away and as the music's playing you know this is the completion of the thing behind everybody's back because they're out in the background cows in the foreground all of a sudden a different colored light appears above it and pulls the cow up into the
1: sky and that's how the mission ends so there was a UFO on Hawaii an actual actual real (laughs) (laughs) UFO
0: that abducted a cow at the very end
1: (laughs) this is the type of game I play Holy cow. Literally.
0: <laughs> Literally. And right now, I am actually, I think I was, I just hit chapter 10 last week. I'm now in chapter 13. There's a total of 14 chapters. Um, I stopped playing at a save point in one of the um, story-driven dungeons where you go into an area, you have to be at a certain level. And it's basically you do a little bit of exploration, but then you hit like waves of encounters, and there's typically a couple of save points as you're progressing through it. To you get to the end, and you, you fight a big boss. And I'm I think I'm at the doors to where the big boss is because you, can, if you look at the map beyond where I'm at where is I'm a very big open area with no more passages in it, so it's like, alright, obviously wow. this is where a fight's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's pretty well telegraphed, but I'm fine with that. Uh, but the story is equally um, melodramatic. <laughs> um, you you go back and forth between Honolulu and Ichiban and hit the people there, and then Uh, In Japan, in Jinsho, Yokohama, or uh, sometimes Kamurocho, outside of Tokyo. And with uh, Kiryu and the people that are working with him. And you're both trying to piece together what the hell's happening. And now you have the majority of the information. You know what you're looking for. There's actually a child that's involved that you're trying to save, who's actually... The reason why your mother went on the run at the very beginning of the game. She was protecting the kid. Sure. So they went looking for the mom. I don't want to spoil why the kid's important. Because to do that kind of basically nukes like a lot of the main reveals in the game. Sure. So. Yeah. I can't wait to see how this Chapter is going to end, and how uh, the final chapter concludes, mm. um, because this is it. I mean, uh, Kiryu is dying of cancer. Oh, this is supposed to be his last hurrah. That that was said very early in the game. He admits he has cancer, and they said they he has roughly about
1: a six months to live, if that. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how this is going to end. Uh, It's it's been a fantastically silly,
0: melodramatic, serious experience. Um, Just so much stuff to do in this game. I actually have now started doing the Sujimon League. I got my first badge. (laughs) I know I could have been doing it sooner, but I didn't want to. But it's like now I got my first badge. It's like, wait a minute. Hold on, uh, the 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 elite four, whatever they're called, or the the uh, the the evasive four, whatever. There's it's like there's four of them, but there's five badges I can earn. And you actually look under the description of the badges, like wait a minute, there's four of them, but there's five. I don't what. Oh, never mind. I'm just gonna let it go. That's what it says <laughs> as the text block underneath it. Because even you recognize this is so ridiculous. <laughs> There was a, a you you keep running into in, in the main series when you were playing as Kiryu and it was a beat 'em up and even now when you run into a side mission character, there's a very good chance they're going to appear in the later installments. Sure, because uh, the way this studio makes its games is they kind of focus on specific things and they only change things up in as in so far as, say, a television series like Law & Order SVU changes up guest stars over the course of the year. It's the same setting. You're in New York. Sure. It's pretty much the same main characters all the time. And it's just variations of the same story. That's okay, why they yeah. put
1: out these games relatively fast, right? Yeah. So. In Yakuza 7 you met a guy
0: running a circus. And by running a circus, he basically had a cage with a live tiger and a chimpanzee. (laughs) In a public park. They were not well-trained. So you know damn well I had to fight that tiger multiple times. Mm. The worst part is when the chimpanzee gets loose and goes across the street to the construction site and steals construction vehicles that you then had to fight with the chimpanzee operating them. <laughs> what? Yes. Oh, wow. A chimpanzee running a backhoe. It was hysterical. You had to fight a backhoe Holy with shit. a chimpanzee in it. Um so you run into this guy the the guy running the um the circus he's now Operating and opening a um aquarium on the island of Honolulu, and uh, it was after you found uh, this construction company has two of their uh, backloaders on display, and they have like signage in between them and stuff. It's like, oh, don't worry, there might be gas in these things, but we took out the battery. So, without the electricity to to turn these things on, they're not going to go anywhere. And besides, if they did turn on, the, the controls are all stuck. So, it'd just be like random chaos, anyways. Boy, that's foreboding when you hear that. <laughs> then you run into the guy that's running the aquarium who's not thinking too much about it. Okay, he hands you a flyer. As you're leaving the area on the beach where this is, it goes to a cutscene where you run into him running back towards you where he has two buckets in each bucket is an electric catfish. Do you see where this is going? No. (laughs) (laughs) So as, so as you end up get done talking to him, he takes off running down the beach towards the two uh, backhoes again. And he, you hear him go, Oh no. Why is there a sea slug here on, on the beach that I'm tripping on? And then he trips on it and throws the two buckets with the electrified catfish. Oh my! The catfish God. go flying out. One of them, like an arrow, <laughs> flies directly into the battery compartment of the one. The other one is still kind of curled, so it hooks like a boomerang and lands into the other one's battery compartment. Then they Holy both discharge, Christ. and it turns on the loaders. <laughs> To which point Ichiban looks at these things as they're now running wild on the beach, swinging around everywhere. He goes, fine, fine, what's what's one other boss encounter right now? Sure, let's just do this. And it goes into a fight between the two loaders.
2: That is the wackiest
0: shit in the world.
1: It is absolutely
0: (laughs) absurd, the dumb stuff you do. And then in the main game, and I ended up on a regular mission, a story mission, a legitimate main story mission, where I had to fight two of these things with uh, gang members operating them. So I had to fight two more of these things. And the mission concludes with you're on a building across the street from the building you have to be in because you were chased into this construction site. And for some reason, these two uh, backhoes are up at the top floor of this building. Sure, that just makes sense. And as you beat the two down, you get the drivers out, and you're surrounded by all these people, and your cabbie friend, uh, Tomazawa, he goes, get on this thing. he gets in the controls, and they're like, yeah, you're going to fight all these guys. He's like, no. And they're like, wait a minute, what do you mean you're not going to fight all these guys? And he turns the thing around and hits it. And goes flying off the side of the building, in this <laughs> construction vehicle, crashing into the into the building you needed to be in, <laughs> punching a hole straight through it and everything. It is absurd. And the first thing one of the other player character, one of the teammates say is they, I mean, there is no way you should have survived this. Yeah, and I mean that wholeheartedly when you see this. Happen is like everybody should have been dead, and the girl sits up and she goes, How the hell did we live through that? <laughs> and the only answer I can give is the fact that they are the heroes of this story, and they're with the, somebody that's actually a real hero in Ichiban. So, his unbelievable good luck when it comes to surviving horrible circumstances is yeah. rubbed off on them
1: because they survived it without injury <laughs> just just ridiculous fun jesus man <laughs>
0: so probably in the next time i'll have a update as to you know what i think of it and uh I haven't even talked about the dungeons. There's like actual two dungeons in the game that are repeatable that you can go into with multiple floors. Mm -hmm. Once you clear a floor, you can then select it uh, or go to the next one down. And when you clear that one, you can go back to them as you see fit. And uh, at least the first time you get through them, they give you like a loot drop in each one, but there's typically stronger enemies in there. It's a great place to farm for materials, but also to grind out levels and stuff like that. They're all randomly generated, very simplistic dungeons,
1: um, but fun, you know, and
0: you have one in Hawaii, you have one in Yokohama, and apparently if I buy the uh, one little DLC pack that's available, which gives you access to New Game Plus, because they did sell that separately, but the reason behind it is there's a new little substory and a new island that you go to that has a new dungeon on it, specifically for New Game Plus. Oh, I'm wondering sure. if they couldn't separate the New Game
1: Plus from the dungeon. Yeah. Because people are like, I can't believe they sold New Game Plus separately! It's like,
0: do you need to play this game a second time through? <laughs> Pretty sure you can get everything done on the first playthrough if you just very focused. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I just started doing the um, uh, what the hell are
1: they called uh, the creep picks, where where you get on a trolley and
0: it turns into Pokemon Snap kind of. As you're drive, as you're riding around through uh, downtown Honolulu, snapping pictures of guys in these little flowery masks, like thrusting their junk at people or shaking their asses in the air in inappropriate ways and stuff like that. You're trying to get a high score. It's
1: so dumb. It's so dumb. I don't know how to explain it past that. Oh God, I'm having a good time with it. That's good. Yeah. Uh, you playing anything? Um, and I've been doing a little bit of Diablo.
3: Um, new seasons. It's all right. Nothing. Nothing world changing or anything. Um, I've
0: heard the seasons are kind of hit and
3: miss. It's uh it's it's a, a, it's it's, it's interesting. I mean, this is the third season um, since the game started, and it's 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 got to be a little bit weird trying to come up with stuff like that to like keep the like make the story keep going in the same way and like make it a live service. It's just really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's it It definitely is something to me that's like if you're not a dedicated fan of the game, that you're you're just not going to enjoy a lot of it because in some ways, like I it, like in a comparison to destiny, um mm. you're you're just you're doing the same stuff over and over and over again to reach max level so that you can grind the best gear in the game and hope for good drops and stuff like that. Um, they did add a couple a couple new dungeons to the game. I don't know how many there was like already, but okay. the, this season is I I I've not really paid any attention to the story, so I'm not even gonna try that, but um they they've added a few new dungeons that are called Vaults, which play the same as regular dungeons. Um and then there is Excuse me. Um, like a second half to them, where you're having to fight through these new enemies for the season, and there is just like a shitload of traps and stuff, which they have actively like
2: toned down because, like,
3: it was oppressive.
0: I I thought I saw something about uh, Paul Tassie talking about those traps. Where it's like, avoid the traps, but the radius is so huge, you can't avoid them.
3: Yeah. Um, so there, there's a lot... Down. They toned it down, and one of the bigger things, which is my least favorite part about Diablo, is getting stunned to a point where you're like, stun-locked, and you just can't move and you die because you can't move for like ten seconds. Ooh. And it's it's incredibly frustrating. Um... But when you hit the second half of the new dungeons, there's a a pillar you can interact with that you can buy stuff with stuff you get, like a currency from the season by doing stuff out in the world. And you can buy these things, you can buy 10 at a time. You can buy as many as you want, but every time you get hit by a trap, once you're in the second half of these dungeons, you lose one of those. And for the dungeons to open up like the bigger chest at the end, You need at least one of that currency left. And there's a couple that have two chests at the end, and like one of them, one of them's one, and the other one's like four. So, in theory, you don't have to buy a lot of these things, but sometimes the traps are so impressive that it's not bad to go in there with just a bunch of extra currency so that you can ensure that you're able to get the chest and get, you know, a chance at the new gear. Uh, just some better rolled stuff and um, like an artifact type deal for the season. <clears throat> uh, it's it's okay. Um, it's Diablo. I enjoy Diablo. It's not enough for like it's. I it's definitely not something I could just main as a game. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's a good dis- distraction here and there. Like you dip your toes back into it, play a little bit, and you're like, okay, this is fun
3: yeah and do something else. Yeah. i'll probably hit 100 on a character and i don't know i might might try another character this season but i i don't mm-hmm. know if i'll be invested enough um and then i one of my friends actually the friend that i've been playing fortnite with um she's also very big in overwatch or she used to be and i got right. talked into downloading overwatch 2 this weekend which I'm... has been silently judging you (laughs)
1: um
3: i there is not a game that i have played that tilts me more than overwatch does (laughs) um and there was a couple of times that i was like all right i need to be done or i'm gonna start actually like losing my mind (laughs) but we (laughs) play it is and (laughs) even in quick play like the game itself like the community is, is toxic like it's rough um, but yesterday I ended up playing for like six hours and we just played some mini games Um, prop hunt is a lot of fun uh, the first game I've ever actually played a prop hunt in and I enjoyed that quite a bit and another one that we did was it's just, I think it's called total mayhem where you just have Anybody can be anybody, so it's not like you have one tank, two dps, and two support. like you can you could have five tanks if you wanted to, and the cooldowns for all your stuff mm-hmm. are like ninety five percent shorter, so it's it is just like pure chaos. Um, which is actually kind of fun because you know it's it's more for fun and not trying to win. So that's good. But
1: yeah. That's fun.
0: And a couple people I know that I normally play with have been uh, abducted into playing Helldivers 2.
2: I have
1: considered
3: Helldivers 2.
0: doesn't interest me.
2: Sure.
0: I'm not interested in... I I know people are like, oh, it's so much fun and stuff, and I'm glad people are having fun with it. But Mm -hmm. it's a four-player bug hunt live service yeah. thing and it has friendly fire on at all times. And I've watched enough, enough clips of people thinking carpet bombing your friends while they're fighting insects is hysterical to know that <laughs> I would not enjoy <laughs> playing it that much. Uh it's probably a little PTSD from getting hit by a sparrow and catapulted off a cliff in vault of glass <laughs> over and over again. Uh stuff like that. You know, I just don't it doesn't appeal to me. I get it mm-hmm. for a game like uh, I think Remnant Two has friendly fire on, but it's it's not a lot. It takes mm-hmm. a lot of effort for you to kill your teammates. Yeah. Um. At least by my experience, uh, but you're not actively not trying to harm them, and if you do, you're yeah. an asshole. In this game, it looks like it's designed. Because of the silliness of everything, you know, this is bringing democracy to the galaxy. It's like, you know, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: okay, Starship Troopers, calm down. (laughs) You know, uh, if you're having a good time with it, awesome. Um, I know I've been, got subjected to being added to Helldivers group chats and stuff like that by the people Mm -hmm. that are playing it, and I've just immediately removed myself from all of them. It's like, no no, yeah. you're not gonna pull me into that bullshit. No thank you. Yeah. I, I have um, my own bullshit to play. I have to save a chicken that was abducted by a UFO.
3: <sighs> I uh, I think the only thing that stops me from wanting to play it is that it's I mean, I've heard that it can it's it's not bad solo, but it's definitely more of a group play experience yeah. and yeah, it's,
0: a, it's a party game. You wanna play with four people or three and people, I, I would say.
3: I honestly play more games solo than I do anything else, so I just don't think it would... Like, it's it's caught my attention and I've been interested in it, but it, not enough to where I'm going to try it out solo. Yeah.
0: I guess I also have a little bit of a... Just a little confession. A little bit of fear that if I got into this game, everybody else would leave it because I picked up Remnant
1: mm-hmm. and, and
0: then Remnant 2, and... Nobody played Remnant 2 with me Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong I enjoyed the hell out of that game And I'm looking forward to the other two DLCs Big time But I fucking soloed Remnant 2 Mm -hmm. Because I could There was nobody That was playing it I think I played with one other person One time and that was after I already went through both the, The main game and the first DLC Sure And they never came back again I was like Okay. <laughs> Whatever.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think even for me, like in that arena, like I enjoyed running with you in uh, remnant one. Mm-hmm. And I I guess I I don't know. Like I, I thought about buying the second one and I just don't know if I could get myself to do it because I'd probably do a playthrough with you, which like it, it would be fun.
0: Yeah.
3: And then I would never play the game again.
0: It happens. Not every game is designed to keep playing forever. Yeah. But the appeal to the first, uh, to Remnant for me, was playing with people. Mm hmm. You know? And when I played Remnant 2, which was a superior version and such a well made Mm game, I was just stunned that nobody else was playing it. Yeah. But then you look at what was all coming out at the time. You had Baldur's Gate 2, uh, Baldur's Gate 3 coming out. There was a bunch of other like big AAA fucking games before and after it. Mm-hmm. It it just kind of got stuffed into a year where so many good games came out that there's only so much time in a day. And yeah. people chose what they were going to play and that's just how it was.
1: hmm Oh, well. but Now, Helldivers is a Hard pass for me, but I'm happy people are enjoying it. Um, I actually don't know what I'm gonna play next. I get done with like a dragon. Mm-hmm. Probably just gonna work on my backlog one thing
3: to... one thing i I do really want to try and get through before final shape mm-hmm. is um Alan Wake. <laughs> because I've I've played, like, a half an hour of the first one, and I it, I don't know if it was around when, like, Diablo came out or before. Or I can't remember when I actually started it. But, like, I was in it, I I was in, having fun, and I just was immediately pulled away by, like, four different other games. Understandable. But I, I do want to get through at least Ellen Wake 1 before... Um, final shape. Mm -hmm. And then I do have, I have, I think it's actually like quote unquote, the deluxe edition of control. Because that was, I mean, at some point that was just a free, free game for PlayStation for the month. Um, Mm -hmm. So I know I, I do eventually also want to do that, but I don't know if I'll get to that before final shape.
0: Al makes great fun story good psychological adventure. The first game's not so much a horror game.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know? It's just... It's an action game, but you're playing as a writer, so he, he's all janky, and he doesn't move like an action hero. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yeah, a horror elements there. Uh, Control is flat out an action game. Lots of running and shooting and using powers and stuff. It is fucking great. And if you're so bold at some point and I don't mean like immediately before Final Shape, you must play this, but down the line, maybe later in the year or something like that if you have an opportunity to play Alan Wake 2, if you like what you played through the first one and control, play Alan Mm -hmm. Wake 2 it is superb
3: I mean, I've heard it's really really good and it is actually like there's a lot of good horror elements to it too, so
0: this is a legitimate survival horror game. Yeah. Alan Wake 2 is a legit survival horror game. The first one was not. This one definitely is. It's got the the tropes to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like limited ammo, stuff like that. Limited healing and running out yeah. of batteries way too frequently on your flashlights. You know, the, the, it, it's there. It's there. And it was a fantastic experience. I actually have to... Do the um, second playthrough of it so I can get the canon ending to it. But,
1: mm-hmm. eh,
0: I'll think about that when I get to it. I have to, I kind of have to be in the mood for it, and right now I'm just not in the mood to jump back into Alan Wake. Yeah. All right. Well, I got nothing else. I'm hungry. You got
1: anything?
3: Feel that. Yeah. Uh, no. I got a, I got a, Shave my head, run some errands, and then go to my parents for the old Super Bowl.
0: Oh, that's right. That shit's happening today. I totally forgot.
3: You know, a Taylor Swift game. So it's going to be It's gonna be fun. I'm
0: not, not even watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's not that I have any skin in the game with the two teams that are there. I mean, was it the Chiefs and the 49ers, right? Kansas yep, City and yep. the 49ers, yeah. Um, I just don't care. I just don't want to watch the Super Bowl. I'd I'd rather, like, spend time with my family tonight or just Mm -hmm. play video games than watch something that I can watch all the commercials for already online. Yeah. You know, whatever. But for those that enjoy go ahead. Oh, I I do know I will have to watch one thing, though. And it will have to be the Puppy Bowl because my daughter will need to see that. (laughs) Priorities, bud. It is Priorities and I'm going to have to listen to her going I want that one. Can we bring that one home? They're <laughs> daddy, we can adopt them. Adopt that one. Adopt that one now, daddy.
3: Holy cow. <laughs>
0: <God>. No. 5-year-old <laughs> domestic terrorist. Get away.
3: <laughs> she knows what she's doing.
0: I know she knows what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for uh, any if you like this nonsense, uh, head over to our Spotify for Podcast page. And click that like button. Yeah, we appreciate it. We just appreciate people listening when they do. Uh, we will be back next week with something. I have no idea what.
1: We'll just talk probably. about random stuff for an hour. It'll be great.
0: Yeah, probably. Talk about your adventures and watching foosball with the parents.
1: It's going to be great. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, In the meantime, thank you for listening. Be well, everybody. Take care and
1: bye bye now. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.